You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Things aren't always by the books. So you got to be able to be strong enough and go with the flow. Go with what you believe in. And I guarantee when you put all your focus into something, there will be results. You know? And if they aren't the results that you wanted, which is life, you make adjustments again and you keep going and you figure it out. But that's the constant battle. You just got to keep going. People are going to say things no matter what, but you got to stay focused. Welcome to the Black Business of Broadway, a podcast brought to you by the Broadway League and Black to Broadway. Here, we highlight the stories, how-tos, and successes of the Black professionals and legends of Broadway. I'm your host, Janine Scott. Before I start with our introductions, I want to say that this podcast is about celebrating the Black leaders of Broadway and encouraging and inspiring those at the forefront of their journey. So today, I have joining me brand designer, James Jones, and composer, playwright, and musical director, Justin Payne. Thank you both for being here today. Thank, Thank you for having, having us. <laughs> oh, and by the way, um, let, me, let me say this. The graphics and logo you see and the music that you enjoy right here on the Black Business of Broadway were created by these two gifted individuals. So James, you mentioned sparking excitement through your work in your bio. And I was definitely excited when I saw your logo that you created for the Broadway League's Juneteenth celebration in Times Square last year. Yes, yes. So can you tell me what sparked your interest in becoming a brand designer? Uh, I think I, well, I was always doing it from when I was young, but I didn't realize what it was until much later in my life. So when I was young, I used to sit on the computer for hours, just technically designing T-shirts and whatnot. And the first graphic design piece, I would say, was uh, Obama Times magazine and a uh, Rory Lichtenstein type of style. So it was like really colorful. And I just had no clue, really. Um, I went on to college and um, uh, I studied fashion design. And my very last semester, I go down to the computer labs to finish up some work. I hear somebody over talking like, hey, yeah, graphic design. So I'm like, graphic design? Yeah, this person worked at Nike. I'm like, worked at Nike? Doing what? 
Um, so then I uh, looked at the whole catalog of um, majors at NASA. I'm like, oh, graphics. I'm like, oh, this is what I wanted to do. <laughs> but it was too late. I was graduating, like, literally, like, the next month. I'm like, all right, cool. So from there, I just started to really throw myself into graphic design. And I'm talking about hours on hours, countless hours, to where I started to understand, like, oh, this is really a thing. Like, you can get paid for this. And, like, there's somebody, there's a reason for all of this stuff. So I really did my research and, like, crafted myself and crafted and crafted and still continue to craft because I want to continue to learn and I know that it's a never-ending process so that's I guess that's what draws me and it's it's literally something I do every day there's not a moment where I'm not thinking about design reading about design um, or designing so I guess that's really where it came from just my passion yeah Mm-hmm. Well, Justin, I mean, the audience can't see you, but I can see you like nodding like aggressively like, yes, me too, me too, me too. So, you know, when 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 telling your story, where would you say your love of the arts began? So as a young African-American male with a Christian family, you know, music was forced on me, you know, growing up in the church. Um, so I had to sing in church choir. And so it wasn't something that I would say that I necessarily lo- necessarily loved, but um, I'll say like the official start, and this is interesting, the official like where my love of the arts and music really sort of grew, like the seed started to come above the ground was uh, when I was in eighth grade, uh, our teacher, show choir teacher, took us to see the touring um, touring Broadway, um, touring Broadway show Lion King. So we got to see it at the Orpheum in Omaha, Nebraska, and that was my first time like really seeing people like me on stage singing and dancing and like the puppetry. And I was just like amazed. And so then, you know, fast forward a year later, I'm in high school and I still didn't think that singing was really cool, you know, because my friends were in sports, but I wasn't. I was the band kid. That first year, I was really encouraged by my teacher and kind of forced really to try out for the school musical. And we were doing Little Shop of Horrors. So my first official role on the stage was the voice of Audrey Two as a freshman in Little Shop of Horrors. And like from there, like the rest is just history. So, but yeah, like um, James was saying, like it just just kind of starts when you're young and you just find ways to sort of develop and cultivate it. Like um, I didn't really have access to like laptops or anything like that, but the school uh, that I went to, they had after school programs where you could learn garage band, learn music production. And so I would literally stay after school for hours just learning how to, you know, cut tracks and produce tracks in GarageBand and just kept learning. And uh, yeah, it grew into, it grew into what I'm doing today. That's awesome. So James, I want to, I want to bring you back in because when we think brand designer, we think graphic designer, you know, our thought isn't Broadway by default. So what made you decide to combine the two and, and what does that look like to you? I didn't know. Mm -hmm. Uh, no, that's what, fine. Yeah. What happened was I was actually referred to you guys to the Broadway League, and I was prepared for it because of all the work that I did put in. And then once we actually had to do the Juneteenth project, when you guys presented me with it, I was ready for it, more than ready for it, to be able to uh, be confident to deliver on that project. Um, but did I know that that's where I would end up? And then even today, it still hits me like, wow, that was really displayed all across Manhattan and Times Square. And it's like very surreal 
and like almost unbelievable for me and like just being from where I come from and just having that opportunity has opened the floodgates for me. So I think that's like, I knew I was prepared for it, but didn't know that that would actually happen or I, I didn't know how it would happen. You said, you know, you were prepared and you talk about the hours of studying and studying and studying. And I, I think that's just spot on. You have to be ready when you have to be ready when they call. And so you have to constantly feed your craft and and constantly work on your craft. And, and that's what you've been doing, you know, and, and Justin, as a as a writer, composer and director, you know, Broadway is seen as the pinnacle for you. Uh, but we know that the journey looks different, you know, for everyone. You know, James just said that he had no idea that his his path was going to lead to Broadway. But now but now he's here and it's 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 a surreal moment. And so you you are on this journey. You're on this path. What what would you say that you've had to overcome or what are you overcoming and who or what is keeping you going uh, as you push for for that for that? goal of Broadway? One of the main things I had to overcome was like my own expectations. Cause like James said, uh, he was prepared when Broadway called. And so I always like early on, I had the idea that people would call and then I would get to cultivate it. Like after I got the call, but it's like, you have to get working and really, really hone and develop the gifts so that when they do call, you're not like an amateur when you step into the room with the professionals. Like you have had, you you know, you've had um, opportunities that you've practiced in. And so you don't, you know, look, you don't look foolish when you get, you know, when you get that opportunity. So the biggest thing for me to overcome was like my own expectations. And I had to just break down all of those expectations and say, all right, this is what you have to work on. And this is how you have to get there. And so in order to do that, you literally just have to just grind away at it daily. Um, and the biggest thing that uh, is keeping me going right now, um, I would say, is my faith and then my grandmother. Like my grandmother pours, uh, both of my grandmothers did, um, but my grandmother, my mom's mom, she's poured so much into me as it relates to like positivity and just money and support over the years. And she's always said like, when you get that, when you get that mansion, I need my, my grandmother's suite. Like, so you got to get it together. So, you know, she's one of my biggest supporters outside of like my wife and the rest of my family. But, you know, those are two of the things that are really keeping me going. Yeah. And James, what about you? What, what is, what's motivating you? What's keeping you going on this, on this journey? Uh, I think I'm mostly like a self-motivated person. Like I didn't really have, I guess, my parents, they ran their business. I like, and I got to see that. I got to take part in that. And then my path that I'm on now, and also my uncle, I believe he did like a little bit of tailoring. So I guess like it all intertwines and connects somewhere. But for the most part, I've always just been, I've known what I wanted to do myself, like for myself and the things that I've went. I've always been like very sure. So like my path and what I'm doing, I'm like, one of the first in my family to be on that creative path and not turning my head towards anything else, you know? So like, I'm like the first of my family to be on this journey and I hope to like be successful at it so I could lead my family members on and show them like, hey, there's a different way. You don't have to go with uh, with the norm, you know? Yeah. 
so let's let's stay there for a minute uh, because you both you both mentioned family, and you know James, you mentioned the first to go down this creative path. What and and we historically know you know what our what our family thinks of 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 the arts, and we're all secretly laughing. <laughs> um, and and not that not that not every family member thinks that, but we know that generationally. Uh, and in our culture, uh, majority of of our folks, when we say arts are creative, they're like, you better get a job. A real job. <laughs> right. <laughs> how how is that? How how do you combat that? How do you what do you say? Because there are there are younger yous out there that are hopefully listening to this podcast who who may not have the strength that you all have, you know, to continue to, to go down this road, or maybe you didn't always have, you know, this, this sureness about you. So what do you, I mean, what do you think about that? What do you say? I would say that you have to believe that wherever you plant a seed, that garden will eventually feed you one day. And so just never stop sowing seeds, no matter how hard it is, just, you know, keep sowing those seeds because there is going to be a return on all the investments that you make into yourself and all the investments that people make into you. And I just kind of, I think back on like, you know, seeing my mom and dad and my grandmother come to support me at like different shows, they would come to choir concerts. And it wasn't always the same as, you know, the support that was for like the sports uh, people in my family, but they were still there. And I think now that I'm older, now that they see how much um, it has paid off and it is paying off and it will pay off. Um, their appreciation has definitely grown. So, you know, to the young people that, you know, feel discouraged, like this is not a normal path. Um, that's very true. It's not a normal path and it doesn't have to be because, you know, normal doesn't yield greatness. So, you know, stay with it. I love that. Normal doesn't yield greatness, James. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say literally just stick to your path. You could do your best to explain it as politely as possible. Like, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is how this works. But like, um, I guess very forgiving when somebody doesn't understand because I, I didn't always understand what it was. So I know it's hard for another person to kind of grasp what it is that I do. Um, but at the end of the day, I would say what Jay-Z said, you can't listen to anybody. Everybody is scared, right? Our parents just want the best for us, right? They just want to, hey, get that job, secure your future, get that home, you know? And all, all those things, we get it, you know? But there's a different way to it, especially uh, now in this day and age when especially like you saw how COVID hit us and then we had this, this uh, wave of working at home. For me, it was great. I'm like, oh, I was doing this already, you know? And then a lot of people had to make an adjustment. So just as fast as things can adjust, you know? And I think some people, they're stuck in the past. Like, it was get a job, go to college, do this, boo, 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 buy the books. But things aren't always buy the books. So you got to be able to be strong enough and go with the flow, go with what you believe in. And I guarantee when you put all your focus into something, there will be results, you know, and if they aren't the results that you want it, which is life, you make adjustments again and you keep going and you'll figure it out. But that's the constant battle. You just got to keep going. People are going to say things no matter what, but you got to stay focused. So that would exactly. be my advice. 
This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah. So at the top of the show, I mentioned uh, you both taking a creative role in the genesis of the Black Business of Broadway. And Justin, can you did the music. So can you tell us what was your inspiration in creating the music behind uh, the podcast? So real, real quick, funny story. So I have been creating a lot of music for potential podcasts, commercials, you know, advertisements. And I was a part of, um, or I still am a part of a group of people that create music for that. And for the last year, I've been creating these Really, really, I believe that they're like bangers for these shows. Like, come on, pick my music. And it's been no after no after no after no. But talk about, you know, James saying cultivating the gift and making sure that, you know, you're on your game. I had to go through that whole year of creating all of these hype podcast commercial advertisement, like little 30 second bits to get to you reaching out to me to say, hey, you know, I'm about to do this podcast we need some music what's up and so it was like oh man i got a whole like i got a bunch of music and so and i just took some ideas from some of the pieces that i put together and then made it fresh for for this opportunity so it was just a I had been doing it so i was just already in the vein and then when you said it's the black business of broadway i'm like okay how can we make this cool like how can we make uh-huh. this black you know so yeah yeah so that's, that's what we came up with <laughs> and James, you 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 did the design and the logo, and what what was your creative process? Uh, my creative process, honestly, I let the words tell me honestly what to design. So I believe in my theory is like every word has its its where it's what it's supposed to look like, and so you guys gave me what the title was, what the title treatment was. And I took that and I found the perfect look for it. Then from there, it was used, the use of the indinkra symbols. So usually you're like, hey, lay it out in just like a static form. I'm like, no, I can't do that. So what I did was I found a pattern that I felt would work best. And I actually tied it to luxury. It was inspired by Louis Vuitton. So 
we know what that represents in the black culture as well. Like, and I feel like that's what the podcast does. We're trying to elevate our minds, elevate our thinking. So that tied to luxury is like what we're trying to emulate and what we're trying to get to that highest level and just being the best. So the pattern is overlaid over the curtains and I feel like everything just came together. Can you talk about the Adikra symbols and which ones you decided to use and and why? Because we sent the whole list of Adikras, you know, and it was like, go, go, do what you got to do. <laughs> and, Wait, and you came I... up with, you came back with, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. So one of the symbols, the Adikra symbols that I chose was affluence, right? Represents power, abundance, um, plenty and togetherness, right? Unity. So this podcast podcast is here to bring us together and create that sense of you of unity so we have a symbol that represents that um the other symbol that i chose is also another symbol that represents community but the difference is how one's um growth can aid another so we have two professionals right justin and james and we're talking here from our experiences our professional experiences and giving game to the listeners. So that's another symbol. Then we have interdependence, right? Which meaning that when a listener hears, they have to want to be open and listening or want to, uh, I guess, find this podcast to listen to it, to be open to that knowledge. So that's interdependence. Um, The next symbol I chose was wisdom. That's where we're all here to gain. I'm learning something from everybody here, right? Speaking and we're teaching and the listeners are also learning from us. So we have the symbol of wisdom and I combined all of them because that's what the podcast represents in totality. Awesome, thank you. So in combining, in combining all of those things, in combining your gift, James, and in combining your gift, Justin, together, you know, I want the listeners to know the intentionality that was put in putting this podcast together. And it it's not it's not just about informing the audience, but there are a lot of there's a lot of symbolism and there's a lot of layers, just like there's a lot of layers to our history and a lot of layers to who we are. And I just want to say thank you for the work that you both did in contributing uh, to the success of of this podcast. So at the you know at the end of each episode, we ask our guests for a piece of advice to the future leaders of Broadway. And so I have a clip that I want to play from it's it's a snippet of a clip uh, from one of our one of our most recent guests. and I'd like to hear your thoughts. So I'm gonna pull it up and play it for you really quick. Go for it. Don't let anybody tell you that you can't do it. This thing is a blank page for you now. You have got groups of legends who are putting together things in places so that you won't have to go through this. So you need to know how to read a contract. Don't just let your agent read a contract. You need to know how much you are worth. So that was uh, James Monroe Iglehart, who uh, who won the Tony for being uh, the genie, uh, for his role in the genie in Aladdin. How does that resonate with you as the future Black leaders of Broadway? So I think it definitely like goes back to what I was saying. Just be a pioneer of your path and stick to it and also 
learn as much as you can. You got to be every part of your business. I've been every part of my business. So from the bottom to the top. So there's nothing that I don't understand when I'm approached with something. And I think that's about like, that's literally how you level up. You, you cannot level up by jumping steps and skipping steps and you got to one step at a time and you eventually become like the best version of you. Yeah. Justin. So there's a line in one of the musicals I wrote that um, if you struggle for an opportunity, build your own table and then people will bring their chairs. And so um, every opportunity that I've gotten up to this point has been, you know, people asking me and I realized it clicked early on. It's like if you just like like James said, be a pioneer of your own path and then you be your biggest cheerleader. And it's almost like, you know, like a party. You create a party for yourself and you like you're really, really enjoying what you're doing and you're really, really serious about what you're doing. That has qual that has like drawing potential for people to want to say, well, what is this dude doing that's so, you know, like so monumental? And then they're they they see you and you become visible to them. And then from there it starts to build the opportunities for you. So absolutely like just go for it a hundred percent every single day. Like you can take days off if you need to, but like go for it and just be like, you have to believe in yourself and your belief in yourself will show in your work ethic, but really believe in yourself and, you know, people will believe in you. Exactly. So can you talk to us a little, I mean, we'll go ahead and go with you first, Justin. Can you tell us a little bit about what you're doing now to prepare for the future? Um, what are you working on? You mentioned you mentioned a musical that you wrote. What else are you, what are you working on? What else are you working on? So I've written uh, two musicals and composed two musicals with my um, collaborator Danny Cleveland, who is a local Omaha artist and playwright in her own right. Um, and we are currently developing those shows to get to Broadway one day. So you know we're doing we're you know we're starting that process of workshopping and rewriting and you know doing staged readings. So we're working on that and. I'm also doing a lot of music direction here at local regional theaters in Omaha, Nebraska, of which this spring is really busy for me. I'm, I'm music directing three shows before June. So I uh, appreciate your prayers and positive vibes because it's a <laughs> lot of work. But um, I'm also doing that on top of trying to develop uh, one of my musicals, of which I possibly have an opportunity with my alma mater here uh, in Omaha. So, uh, yeah, that's what's going on. That's what we're doing. And what about you, James? What are you, what are you awesome. working on right now? So I've been busy applying to jobs, just looking for that right, perfect fit corporate position. Um, and then also I have like a couple, I don't know if you guys know what NFTs are. You mm -hmm. ever heard of it? Mm -hmm. Okay, so mm -hmm. I have a project that I'm working on that I've uh, created the concept for, so I'm building around that. Um, some fashion projects as well. Um, I just actually sat down with a good friend of mine who owns a store and I was helping him out with his concept and stuff like that. He um, let me know that I had helped him level up from where he was to where he is now. So I gave him some more game on, and tips on what he could do. So um, I think I'm going to be doing like a store build out for him. So that's my next upcoming projects. So where can we, where can we find your work? You know, James, you've been doing NFTs, Justin, you've been doing musicals and, and plays. Where can we find your work? We'll go ahead and start with you, Justin. You can find me on Instagram at Justin J. Leon on Facebook at Justin Payne, TikTok as painless. Uh, you can also find me on Spotify and Apple music as Justin Payne. 
And how about you, James? You can find me on Instagram at jamesjones.systems. And you could go to my website, jamesjones.systems. I want to thank our guest and you, our listeners. You could have been doing anything else, but you chose to spend your time with me and I am grateful. Be sure to subscribe at bpn.fm slash bbb so you'll never miss an episode. While you're at it, tell a friend. I'm your host, Janine Scott, and we at the Broadway League hope you enjoyed this episode of the Black Business of Broadway. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.